There's nautical nasties on the horizon, and there's a south wind on the rise in this week's episode of Hapless Heroes. I am nowhere near a loose cannon, I assure you. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be, once again, your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. So we're going to start this evening. Uh, I don't know why I put the pause in there to throw you off or something like that, but it's the same way we start every other evening, by introducing our cast. I'm going to start from my left. We have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. I just want to get off this thing. To his left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I think it would make sense for me to captain a Southwind. I'm just glad you didn't turn it into something else about getting off. Good lord. What, like a pervert? Look, no. <laughs> Brain's <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> to his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Time to destroy more undead. And to his left, we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. Let's dock and roll. All right. So as we left off, our party was striding forth into action of some sort. I'm not sure what kind of action they're going to do. I don't think they're sure what kind of action they're going to do, but there is going, but there is going to be action is going to be hapless. A weapon of mass destruction. Okay, you know, I'll stop with the boat puns. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, don't. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's obvious I'm just shipped for brains, you know? <laughs> At least you don't have a little dinghy. No. No. They're getting worse. Progressively worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm about to keel over. Yeah, you've got to be kidding me. All right, we're starting to get a little rudderless here. Let's uh, let's get it uh, back on course. Anyhow, so last time on Hapless Heroes, there were some revelations. There were green things. Green, green things. There was a stubborn captain and uh, a bunch of heroes uh, relegated to, uh, if not backstage, at least below decks. To, uh, to kind of cool their heels while uh, the uh, Admiral Mara decides he's going to go at Dutchman. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I had a Flying Dutchman pun in there, but I don't know. It's a little hmm. Yeah, we're doing boat puns right now, Dave. Get, get with it. Yes, that, yeah. was, a, that was a famous Could, ship. Canoe do more of them? I know, mine was just a little under the radar. No, that you didn't like that one. All right. <laughs> so the barest basic of recaps is that the lighthouse of Legredex may be more than it seems. 
And then on the surface, there's more stuff in front of and around that, as it appears there is a small flotilla of ghost ships of some sort besieging this uh, this um, purported lighthouse. The party, feeling that they may need to actually do action and not just sit in the bottom of the ship and wait for things to sort themselves out, because what the hell kind of podcast would this, that be if we did that? <laughs> no, it was about time for some action. Oh, no. So the party is heading up to the decks, and I'm not really sure what they're going to do, but that's fine, because I shouldn't know their plan. I'm just a DM over here. But uh, the Lord Captain, now, he may have some different ideas. He's uh, leading the crew onto the deck to uh, try to figure out uh, what's going on and what they can do to help, and uh, whether or not they're going to actually inform anyone of what they're doing. Is the Admiral in my vicinity? Nowhere to be seen. The Admiral's not... Well, I mean, you just stepped onto the deck. The Admiral's got better places to be than the middle of the deck of a huge-ass ship. Yeah, go I to the spinning thing. Sorry, yeah, like, I would I would think that I'm heading toward the, the, the spinning thing. Yeah, it's a big deck, though. This ship is huge. Right. Like, okay. I want to get I want to get to the helm. Okay, so instead of uh, heading uh, towards the uh, towards the fore of the ship and uh, the Griffins, you're headed back to the helm to try to talk some sense into the stubborn admiral. Well, we want we want to we want to give our support, basically. Yeah, we want and them we wanna... to know that we're here to help them. Yeah, and we want to get to that aft, though. I've already used it. I know it's so great, though. It's pretty great. It is a different episode, and that's you know. I guess it's... Well, I hate to drop death charges on that sort of idea, but let's get moving. Beautiful. So, we're headed um, heading toward the bridge. And I'm going to need yes. a second because I honestly didn't think you guys were going that direction, so I have no preparation for it. Where else would we go? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to find the Admiral. That's my goal. After this episode is, well, yeah. God, I was hoping you guys would just steal the Griffins or something. I'm a nihilist, though. I mean, no. We're going to ask nicely once more for them, and then, then we'll go we'll from there. <laughs> You're much more charitable than I would be, and that's why I'm, you know, that's why I default to characters like Arion Black. Which isn't actually well, none of we my have a, characters alike. We have, at this point, we have a um, a reputation to uphold as well. Like we don't want to be stealing from people that we're trying to ally. Who are supposed to be our allies? Right. Good. I'm, I I I am actually glad that you're making good decisions with this uh, with this uh, moral dilemma here. So yes, you guys are headed toward the con and uh, um, the area where the spinny wheel thingy um, <laughs> scientific name is. <laughs> And in uh -huh. fact, when you walk into the deck, uh, into the con, uh, there are some uh, low-level uh, sailors, well, maybe not just sailors, but like ensigns or something at the deck, trying to keep you from getting into there, if for no other reason than that uh, you don't want to, they don't want you to hear the Admiral loudly and happily exclaiming, SPINNY WHEEL THINGY, as he is spinning the wheel like a stereotypical pirate captain just spinning that thing to one side and the other doing big daring feats of uh, shipmanship that don't actually 
always correspond to where the ship is going. Then again, it's a huge ship. It steers slow. Spinning the rudder like that isn't going to do anything particularly uh, fast. But he's really excited about it. He's getting into it. Commander O'Reilly stalking forward, her hand, uh, her left hand on the scabbard, her right hand on the hilt of uh, her cavalry sword at her side. And don't ask me why she has a cavalry sword, but that's what I had in my head at the beginning of all this. And that's the kind of person she is. She's a naval officer, but that's just how she rolls. Striding toward you with murder in her eyes. What are you doing here? Well, we're here to help, obviously. What's he here to help with? We are the heroes of Talduria. We're here to be heroes. What kind of heroine are you here to be helping with? Answer me! There are ghost ships on the horizon. I think we can help with that. Her sword comes out flying out of the scabbard and its point is at your throat in seconds. How do you know about that? I mean, we have eyes. You were also locked in your cabin. No, that door was unlocked. I know it's kind of come into a Scottish accent, but once again, you know, my limitations here. I apparently can't do an Irish accent. I tried. They are notoriously difficult, though. They They really are. I'm willing to uh, forgive and forget the uh, apparent locking in of me and my crew. However, I am in a situation where we can be of service to you and help you with this dilemma. Still haven't answered the question. Okay. We picked a lock. Okay, so let's, Quinn, let's steer this back onto the point of why we're here, okay? There are undead on the horizon. We are professionals at destroying the undead. We are also allies. You're pointing your sword at the brother to Tessa Southwind. You don't really know what the Southwind means, do you? I mean, I personally don't, but I'm sure Quinn does. He talks about it all the time. All the time. Hey, Shannon, name. But I don't think this means what you think it means. Well, at this point, it means that I am related to the person that you are working for. So I think you should get your point out of my face. We are allies, after all. I mean, I thought this was just the way you said hello, but I mean, your tone is yeah. suggesting otherwise. He's not intentionally silent right now. Dave, the DM, is trying to come up with dialogue furiously. That's fair. Could I take a moment to inspire Quinn? Hmm? <laughs> like, as... Because I'm more important as, than she yeah, thought as, I was. As he's, as, he's, as he's talking, you start just, like just starting to pluck the strings a little bit like ooh I feel a song coming on maybe uh, you know maybe this will sort of intro my my boy you know (laughs) you should know though it's not some family where everyone shares some sort of heritage and history you don't have none of that with with our lady Southwind you're just some Johnny come lately with the title trying to steal the glory Respect. Is it Commander? Are you, are you saying Commander that to O'Reilly? me or about Tessa? Well, yeah, he's saying, she's saying that to you. Like, you know, Tessa Tessa's the true Southwind. You're just, you know, you're someone with the name who just rolled up out of nowhere. 
Which I mean, is, yeah, you're a hero of Tal'Duria. Remember, she's been serving Lady Southwind for year for her entire career. Whereas you just busted onto the scene like six months ago on a totally parallel. But I also busted onto the scene because Tessa invited me to the scene. You busted onto the scene a little before Tessa invited you to the scene. To be fair, the 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 bottle stuff happened before the concert. The concert happened before the uh, the uh, big uh, thing. That being sure. said, that being said, does Quinn still have the letter that Tessa sent him? Because Quinn is unlike Hoblet, is one to keep letters. Yeah, that, I am that's, one a, that's a that's a Ron Swanson. I can do what I I want letter probably. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that I, I keep it in a very important corner of my cloak. And I pull it out, and I just un, unroll it, and I just said, you are able to read, correct? The takeaway from that is that we're all on the same side. Okay, so right after that, you know, not even veiled at all insult of can read, she screams in some sort of unintelligible bog people and winds back with her sword for her wrist to be caught by the admiral who has walked down quietly just off camera. Because I'm a beautiful person that he wants to keep around. I don't like it either. But Rash knows Rash. And this man is a Rash loose cannon. We should absolutely allow the loose cannons to fire because that's how we got here, darn it. Have you heard friend Hoblet? They have not. <laughs> they have not heard of Hoblet. Sure, but I am I am nowhere near a loose cannon. I assure you. No, but you're the loose cannon we need, Quinn. I may be the loosest cannon of the four. Oh, Lord. We'll explore that later now, won't we? <laughs> Oh, and we're back to the flirting. <laughs> I mean, were we ever really gone? Here's what we're going to do. Commander O'Reilly, and he looks at her very sharply, is going to return to her quarters for 15 minutes to cool her heels. I am going to go up to the con and operate the spinny wheel thing. And I'm not going to ask any questions about where you've gone or what you've done. We are under orders, after all. Okay. We we are simply here to help. Understood. No, it's great. I understand. In this way, I don't have to run afoul of our lady's regulations, and you get to do your heroing, and I get to spin spinny wheel thing! Oh, my God. Quint, I have a plan. Let's do this. Uh, thank you, Admiral. So sorry again, Commander. Really, like, I, I just, like, I really hope that at some point you can understand that we are on the same side and we genuinely just want to be friends. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go, fellas. Let's, let's huddle up. I don't see what we're apologizing for, but okay. I'm trying to flatter. Oh, trying he already knows I flatter him. Oh. I flatter him in much unique ways. I'm, I'm more talking about the person who's more more likely to point a sword in my face. Great, and uh, I'm okay. Never mind. Off, never so mind. Yeah, I was gonna say never mind. Hold on. I just never mind because I realized the entendre there. So, anyways, 
Uh, I'm gonna motion to my to my peeps to to huddle up. All right, guys. So, uh, Hedrick, remember earlier we were uh, asking, and I looked just to make sure that um, the admiral is no longer in earshot. Admiral is no longer in earshot, or at least you don't think he is. He's busy lining up. His, uh, the no, no, admiral. commander. Sorry, com commander, commander. Commander is has stalked off somewhere uh, behind deck, back toward those command quarters. Okay, because that, that, that's who I was more worried about. Like, okay, so, Hedrick, do you remember when we were asking the commander uh, if we could just borrow the Griffins, get up to our airship, and just get out of everybody's way? I think that we pretty much just got free license to do that. No questions asked. What do you say we go back to our own ship, guys, and deal with this problem the way that we deal with these problems? Without anyone How are we going to get there? That. Uh, the Griffins. The Griffins will fly us up to the airship. Like, what part about the Griffins and the airship don't isn't isn't adding up for you? But but they're but, not going to let us take the Griffins. Okay, I'm not sure if you interpreted the Admiral's words the same way that I did, but he said pretty much that he's not going to keep track of where we are. Yeah, for. We're just going to be able to kind of do whatever we want for like the next like 35 minutes. It's only going to take us much less time than that to just fly the Griffins up and tell them, okay, go back to where you're roosting. So they already hate us. No, and now okay. we're going to steal their Griffin. Okay. So not, not stealing. stealing. I love the plan. <laughs> And it's also not stealing. We are borrowing and then sending back. It is just like we are just almost like using a transportation mechanism to get from point A to point airship. And then that's it. And then we just send a Griffiths back. She has no idea what she started. Let's do it. I'm so glad that you agree with me and my plan, Quinn. And I'm going to look at him like and just like blink a few times. Let's get a little vengeance. Let's do it. Okay, I mean, I didn't say the word vengeance, but whatever. It seems like you're on board, so let's just go. <laughs> um, so, is there any actual, like, visible way to climb up into the roosts uh, in a safe manner? The roosts are up by the fore of the ship. There's, there's uh, easy ways to get there. They want to make it so that anyone using the griffins can get to the griffins. Of course. Um, let's just walk over there, and hopefully it's just easy-peasy on the airship. Yeah. So, exiting back to the deck, you have noticed that you have gotten significantly closer to the lighthouse of Legradax. And the naval battle is about in the offing, as it looks like, um, Quinn, you would notice that you're not far outside a cannon range of, uh, these other ships. Like, it's about to kick off here. Accordingly, most of the crew on the deck is fucking busy doing all the jibs and masting and sail bullshit that sailors need to do on a ship with sails. I was there for those. I don't know these things. Uh, I also feel... Could... Hedrick, are you able to do, like... Um, like something to like kind of like 
block what we're doing, or... I was just gonna look that up. What do you mean by block what we're doing? Like... Like some sort of, like, um... Like, doesn't he... I'm just... I'm blanking on the name of the... I know what I'm thinking about. It's, uh... It's really, you like, you make a distraction. I mean, I feel like the distraction's already happening, right? The out-of-character DM hint here is you were given permission. Stop overthinking it. Yeah, yeah like right. we like we don't need to do anything more to affect the situation we are in. Like we got the ticket. Okay. Yeah. See. See. And then this is sort of a military perspective. Is he can't just give you permission to do it. He does not have that sort of authority, even as the admiral. There are so he. The best he can do for you is a, I'm giving you 15 minutes of me turning my head and looking the other way, because that's all he can do under the guidelines he has. But he's made it very clear that he is turning his head and definitively looking in a different direction for a while. And there are four griffins, right? If I remember Yes, correctly. there are four griffins. Now, that being said, I'm going to actually look at the group here and be like, uh, so actually, Among Us, uh, which one of you has actually flown one of these things before? Joe looks very... Well, exciting. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've run a ship. I'm uh, sure it's no different. How many of you took Griffins uh, to get to uh, um, to get from the uh, Home of the Giants to that uh, dragon cave? So, if I recall correctly, because I was DMing at the time, Jarrell rolled very poorly... On his animal no, I, handling, right? I, I was the one that did good. I, I picked up... Oh, Hoblet. Uh, yeah, that's right. Hoblet yeah. and Mort were the ones who had a rough time flying. So yeah, Jarrell knows how to fly one of these things, for sure. I'm not sure how Quinn did. I can't remember. I think he was fine. I think it was really just Mort and fine. Hoblet that were having the, the uh, a rough time. And Paradil. Paradil had to ride on mine. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, and if I was unconscious, that's probably the only time I've ever been on a Griffin. Edric, you did a sojourn in the realm of those giants. You're familiar enough with the griffins. Oh, cool. All right. Because Felix has never flown one before and does not feel comfortable learning how to fly one now. Well, <laughs> hey, what do y'all... Do y'all feel okay about leaving that frecken feather? Oh, yeah. We should probably go get him, right? That frecken frecken? I mean, we brought him with us. Like, we shouldn't just leave him here with uh, a, a, a... Hmm. That admiral... Yeah, a, a, a crew that probably just merely tolerates our presence. All right. Well, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll send Slim down. Uh, and I'm going to mentally control Slim and send her below decks. All right. So uh, she has been sent a below decks. Yeah. I'm going to see if Frecken's still chilling in the, in the VIP area. Yes, he is. He is actually chilling, sprawled out in one of the large chairs down there. Nice. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, oh, yeah, I should probably pop back to my sense and be like, hey, Quinn, you can uh, end the invisibility on, on Slim. Like, it's we're, we're, we're good. We're cool now. Done. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm going to just quickly speak through Slim's... You know, I can project my voice through her face. And I'm just going to, you know, look at Freck and be like, uh, hey, so we're some stuff's about to go down, and if you're looking for a good fight, uh, we could use you up top. Just hop on a Griffin, you can come back to our airship, and we can fill you in and you know make a plan of action if you wanted to 
you know, smash some skulls. Well, I do reckon I like the skull smashing. I think we can make that happen. And he right. saunters over. There's no particular hurry in his uh, in his movements, but he's a big dude, so he's got a large stride. Uh, he grabs his gigantic axe from the wall and turns to you. All right, where are we heading? Uh, uh, just follow the little dragon upstairs. Follow the little dragon. The thing I'm talking out of. My life used to be so much easier. Yeah, but easy's not fun, isn't it? Yeah, he's just sighing that as he heads on out the door. <laughs> and yeah, she leads him up. Yeah. So Frecken uh, gets onto the deck, and I assume the rest of you are sort of at the top of the stairs there waiting for him. Hedrick has his uh, loot out, and uh, he keeps glancing up to the griffins and just feeling like everybody could use a little bit of a boost. Oh, because yeah. getting locked into a room and having to sneak around and then getting to skedaddle, but still, these things might be a little bit ornery. He wants to inspire uh, the entire group, including Frecken. And he starts with some very heavy chords strumming at a pace. Zero at the helm. Jedim is an angry guy. guy, guy. <laughs> Heroes of the realm. Vecna wants the world to die, die, die. And he starts stomping his feet. Boom, 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 boom. We're gonna fly into the danger zone. Boom, 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 boom. We're gonna sky away to the danger zone. He's just like slides on the knees on the deck right in front of like Frecken as he's getting to the top of the stairs. Oh, Jesus Christ. I am really inspired by that. <laughs> I guess I'm inspired by that. I'll, you know, I'll flip my goggles down just because I don't have aviators. All right. So the fastest way to get to the uh, Griffin Roost at the front of the ship would actually be to go through the galley that's also at the front. It's in another sort of raised set of decks at the front of the ship. So mm -hmm. if you want to head that way, go through the galley and then uh, take the stairs toward the back to the uh, to the um, floors above. Top deck of that is uh, where the where the Griffins are. Cool. Yeah. And I'm gonna look at uh, Frecken and be like, Frecken, I uh, I reckon you probably haven't flown one of these before. Frecken, I reckon. I ain't done a lot of stuff before uh, before a couple of days ago. Eh, we'll make it up as we go, right? Figure I either need to go with the flow here or I'm going to get led behind. Well, we would never leave you behind, Frecken. Or you, Dilbertrum. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera pans to him again. <laughs> He's making no noise. But his face is apoplectic with rage. <laughs> twitching. His entire tone just going a little more red. But he continues to say nothing while he scribbles furiously in his notebook. I mean, he uh, does. Don't, don't fear the griffins. Well, I think Quinn is still convinced he's writing your, auto, your biography. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Which isn't entirely untrue, but is in fact still mostly untrue. It's only partially <laughs> true. Now, freaking. No need to pay attention to that guy. You're a big fella. I'm sure you're going to do fine. Um, 
Felix, how are you feeling? Are you, uh, sure? I'm small enough that I'm just going to ride on one of those with you guys. Because okay. I'm All not right. going to control one of these giant things that could probably swallow me whole. That, that makes sense. That's all right. I'll hop on with Jarrell. He seems to know what he's doing. He looks confident. That's right. probably for the best. Right. So uh, Jarrell will be piloting one. Uh, Quinn will be piloting one. Um, Hedrick is piloting one. And, uh, and uh, Frecken is piloting another one. I almost said Groggle. And now that I look at it, if you write the two words near each other, they're almost exa- they're very similar. It's just like letter substitutions. Hmm. Consonant. Oh. Uh, Consonant R, or yeah, consonant R, vowel, double consonant, and then two letters after that. Oh, so you wrote why, it that way. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it. Uh, that's why it's like that in my head because they're such parallel words. Sure. <laughs> and it wasn't intentional at all. But anyway, so the six of you, if uh, you count the person who aren't there, are heading off toward the alley, I suppose. And as you get to the front into the galley, it looks like there was a whole there was a whole to do that was interrupted by uh, by um, events that developed rather quickly. Looks like there is a partially cut cake on one of the tables, a lot of uh, drinks all over the place, even some streamers hanging from the ceiling made hastily out of uh, the sort of things they would have aboard a ship. So a couple of frayed ropes as uh, garland. And a sign on one of the walls saying, Happy Birthday, Car Son. Oh, man. This Carson guy must have been uh, pretty nice. I think... I would would think so. It looks like he was very popular aboard the ship. (laughs) Uh, Jarrell grabs two cupcakes. (laughs) Jarrell has two cupcakes in his inventory. You gluttonous fool. We, we have a few minutes, right, before we have to fly away. I'll grab a cupcake, too. Man, that's going straight to your hips. It's okay, my hips can take it. So there's a little... Interval while everyone kind of snacks on some cupcakes and celebrates the birthday of our friend Carson. And now we can get on with our uh, regularly scheduled adventure. <laughs> the party surmounting the deck atop this uh, this um, assemblage, battlement, whatever thing it is at the front of the ship. And I still don't know ship terms, so deal with it, my listening audience. And uh, we have gotten to where the griffins are. And there are the four of them. There are a couple of griffin handlers, um, you know, looking wide-eyed and panicked and uh, trying to keep the griffins somewhat calm as they feed them whatever griffins get fed. As Hedrick approaches his, um, he tries to just pick one that looks steady, and his first thing is to come across as non-threatening. So, at the front of the ship, he bows. You bow in front of a griffin named Eunice. And um, I look at the the trainer, and uh, just say, uh, "Are they often, uh, you know, used to new riders, or they mainly have the same one?" Uh, we, we, we've got pilots in a training program, but it's sort of a new thing still. I mean, we've only had these griffins for a little while. Uh, Jarrell walks up 
picks Felix up and puts him on one of the griffins, is still eating a cupcake with the other hand, feeds the griffin the second cupcake, and then hops on the griffin and proceeds to take off. Okay, so uh, you approach a griffin named Bertram and feed right. him the cupcake, and you and uh, Felix are on that one. Uh-huh. Bertram? Oh, I like Bertram. Also, thank you for offering it a cupcake so it does not want to eat me. Right. And <laughs> cupcakes are delicious. Are you really nervous that it's going to eat you? I mean, listen, its beak is like, this, like the size of my head. So, yes. <laughs> right. So who will be the next to approach a griffin? Quinn steps right up to the third griffin. Um, kind of gives it like a little bit of a, like a stroke on the side of its head. This griffin, named Giorgio, looks at you with patient griffin eyes. <laughs> ones. Giorgio. Of course he'd be Italian. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So which one? Um, oh, let's see. Hedrick, just before you take off, you barely notice uh, Dilbertrum climb on behind you. Ah. <laughs> Frecken gets a port of Griffin that just has the name X on the uh, stall near it. And X has crazy eyes. Oh, great. <laughs> it's probably the sweetest one of the bunch. Don't let it fool you. Well, figure it's, like the right. it's either going to be a real nice and easy Griffin to ride. There's going to be a bit of a wild Mustang of Griffins. Oh, well, either way, it beats being on a ship. Let's get out of here. Could I try to, uh, I suppose I need both hands to, to play, right? Or, you know, <laughs> I need both hands to fly the Griffin as well. Um, no, I mean, you've got to fly. I will rule of cool it with you just hanging on with your legs and, like, you know, putting putting the you know the bridle straps or whatever they're called, like under an arm or something like that, or tying it to the saddle for a second while you blast out some tunes in midair because we need tunes blasted out in midair. That just seems really damn cool. And he's going full on, uh, just lounge, going back to come fly with me, come fly, we'll fly away. And like, hopefully, like trying to serenade this this motion as we're all leaving the decks. Yes, and in what is almost a beautifully artistic juxtaposition with your beautiful lounge music, the battle kicks off as cannons get within range of each other, and the south wind just unleashes hell out of the entire right side of its ship. Seventy-five cannons barking to life at once and absolutely tearing apart the air in front of it with gigantic steel death fired at these ghost ships, trying to break the siege of the lighthouse of Legradex. A mad cackling can be heard from the con at the back of the ship as Admiral Joseph Axo Mara is in his full glory right now, barking orders and uh, just being the dashing naval captain that I've set him up to be this entire time. The four of you on your griffins fly over the top of all of this carnage. You can see very clearly the pillar of swirling green light going green up. Light. Swirling green, green light. 
Yes. You can still see the top of the lighthouse through it and uh, what looks to be an area to land up there as you uh, sort of swing over towards uh, up in a lazy spiral up towards where the airship is hovering. Oh, geez. I want to say at least 1,000, 1,500 feet above all of this. I mean, a good safe distance where they're not getting shot with cannons from below. Damn. And with this scene unfolding below, the four, the six of you on your griffins land upon the ship. Right on the deck there. On the airship. On the 11 o'clock shadow. The 11 o'clock shadow. The one and only and still the only airship in the world. Jarrell hops off his griffin, uh, assists Felix in getting off. Yes, thank you. uh, Pats the griffin on the head and like points back to the ship. Assuming it will take off. Eunice looks at you, grateful for your gift of cupcake. Nods, flaps her wings a few times, and launches off the deck, flying back down towards the south wind. Cool. So, uh, everybody else? Thank you. Thank you, darling. Appreciate the lift. All right, so, uh, or actually, no, it was uh, Bertram that uh, Jarrell and Felix said goodbye to. You would have been saying goodbye to uh, Eunice as you and uh, Bertram get off, and she is also quite thankful for your uh, for your courtesy and gentle handling, acknowledges you, and flies off. Now, how I about, demount, uh, yeah, I demount uh, Giorgio. And I, I just give him a little fluff of his feathers. Giorgio seems to in, enjoy it. He's he's a bit of an excitable uh, but well-natured sort. And uh, he flaps his wings strongly, crows in the sort of way that a griffin would. Because that's what they do now. And flies Woo. off. From the uh, roost of the 11 o'clock shadow year. Oh, yeah. That's going on. Oh, God. Frecken had a bit of a different experience. Um, although you do see what looks like him having a little bit of difficulty with uh, with the Griffin. Him and X reach a bit of an understanding and start zipping around. By the way, as I rolled Frecken, he got a natural 20 on his animal handling check. Oh, dang. Frecken and X have got on like a house on fire. So much so that X doesn't seem to want to leave the deck of the uh, 11 o'clock shadow. Oh, shit. We did say we were going to return them. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, they're getting three back at least. X looks, or uh, yeah, X and Frecken look deeply into each other's eyes for a second. And Frecken says, don't worry, friend. We'll be back together soon. Now you get on back there. I'll come get you. Yeah. <laughs> him on the hind quarters. Next, rears up and makes his own, much much stronger. And does a couple of laps around the ship before streaking like a rocket back down toward the southward. Damn, Bracken. See, I told you you'd be fine. That thing looked scary as hell, <laughs> and you just like, like. Got on? 
that uh man a good good job oh i didn't even know i guess i thought i was doing all right me and x have a bit of an understanding well welcome to the 11 o'clock shadow oh yeah so you know how i said uh my life was uh got a little weirder in the last couple of days not even down weirder in the last couple hours. So how about you kind of show me to something normal around here? Like I'll I don't take know. you to the kitchen. <laughs> I was going to say somewhere to get drinks, but I feel like the kitchen is just as good. Well, yeah, is- and attached to that kitchen is the dining room. I like um, how you're thinking. As he's walking down below the deck, um, a giant doctor to do. Well, not giant, but like, you know, fairly large goose. Uh, lands in front of him and waddles into uh, the under deck before he can. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! What the hell's that? Oh, just oh. you—you have a lot to learn, buddy. Don't worry. Oh, my You'll God. be introduced to everybody in time. Wait till you meet the chef. <laughs> oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, but I mean, enough time for that. I mean, there is a battle raging below us, so uh, we'll figure something out. Sounds yeah. good. So uh, everyone has uh, reconvened, and I don't want to have too many characters going at once. So I feel like this is sort of a good place to end it here, because we can always party select back out of it next time. Sure can. All right, so good. That's sort of where I want to bring this episode to a close, with you guys having returned to the 11 o'clock shadow. The entire party is together in the air, and there is some stuff in the kicking offens going on down here. But we're going to investigate that next time we meet. So if you do like us, though, you can find us on the internet. We can be found in such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We're on Reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes Podcast. And we can also be found on Facebook if you search for Hapless Heroes Podcast. All of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, the place to meet, greet, and hang out with all of us on what is essentially a daily basis from the comfort of your own home in such times, but also because, you know, there's a very good chance you're probably not in the same city we are, and it's much easier to do it this way, because road trips are expensive and long. Now, if you like us, though, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. I trust that you have found the podcast service of your choice at this point. Otherwise, how on earth are you 150-some episodes into this uh, thing? (laughs) When you do get there, on whichever podcast service it is, if you leave us a five-star review, or if you leave us any star review, we'll read it. We will convey it on this episode, and we can review your review and you as a five-star person for reviewing our podcast. Now, if you really, really like us, though, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash haplessheroes. And we have a variety of uh, different reward levels, uh, some some smaller, some bigger. You know, the bigger ones obviously have things like contributing story arcs or things like that. But even the lower ones, you could get access to our patron lounge. And that's a fun little uh, additional area of our Discord server where you get, uh, you know, the patron lounge level access to us, but also to our bloopers, which are uh, great to listen to, and uh, access to such events as um, like our Jackbox night that we hosted for what will you be, I don't know, probably a month ago or so now at this point. You know, we're a few episodes ahead, but it was, you know, it was uh, it was um, two days ago, and it was a good time for everybody involved. Um, one of the most fun I've had as part of this podcast. And let me tell you, that is something 
because we have pretty much nonstop fun. We've been doing it for if it were 155 numbered episodes plus whatever else, we got to be at like 100 sessions now or something like that. Something like that. Outlandish number. And every one of those has been special, but that Jackbox time was special to me as well. And we would love to have you, our audience, our potential future Patreon donor, to be with us next time. So stay tuned for those details. Donate to our Patreon if you're so inclined. It does help us with our hosting costs, equipment costs, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and you know, as a special shout out this week, uh, one of our longtime patrons, uh, Carson, his wife reached out to us recently. Now, I mean, as of the airing of this episode, our boy Carson, uh, his birthday was four days ago. Uh, so now that uh, the surprise is revealed, surprise Carson, your wife reached out to us to say happy birthday to you, and she made a donation in your name to our podcast, which, by the way, Wow, just, just you guys are just both such amazing, such amazing people, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. We are so happy and lucky to have y'all as part of the Hapless Heroes family, and y'all are lucky to have each other because that's just wow, how sweet. Just talked about how much you love the show, and you know what? We love you. So, thank you, Carson Katana. You guys are amazing. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Carson! Happy birthday, Carson! Yeah. Out of, out of game, just like we said in game. Happy birthday. I, I hope it's the absolute best. Many happy returns for you and, and yours. Right. And thank you again for your donation. That is, you are too, too kind. We will put it to good exactly. use. Now, if you like us, love us, really like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, uh, get really good at casting metal and make a waffle iron in the shape of the logo of our podcast and make waffles for all of the people maybe even start a waffle food truck and promote our podcast through your amazing waffle iron art do we get free waffles of course yeah we we, and we obviously have to get free waffles because it's using (laughs) our likeness obviously would the whole then... point of this the whole point of this really is for us to get free waffles and for you to make a killer business obviously having a waffle food truck i mean come Would on you also name the food truck i hot well that's international <laughs> heroes of Tal'Doria. now no, we have to no, we no, obviously no, own the rights to all of this you yeah we Hot obviously case. own right. We right. obviously own the rights to all of the things that we're saying here. So any of these ideas, we're obviously gonna be taking a royalty cut from as well. You know what? Just make us a bunch of money with your food truck and let you us can eat pay, for free. You can pay me in waffles. Or yeah, just make us the waffles. <laughs> I like. I will eat. accept hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of waffles. No, I would like for you to get rich and for me to leech off of your success. That's what I want to do. If you yeah. really, really, really like us. If you us. really, really like us. Yeah, if you really, really like us, accept the fact that we've already put a lot of effort into something and go put in some effort on our behalf that we can leech off of to actually get successful. So as it turns out, unless you're Matt Mercer, you aren't, you know, you aren't getting rich and famous off of the indie podcasts. Please, sir, but you might success. get some waffles. Yeah. Also, he didn't get rich and famous off of the indie podcasts either. I just, I guess he just got richer and famous for her. He was already there. Anyway, before we go shitting up your airwaves and your ears and on any of your computer equipment that you are listening on to this 
even more, we're just going to kind of gracefully bow out of here to let you get on with your day. And to do that, I'm going to outro my cast in the opposite direction of the way I started. And we'll go to my right because we started from my left last time. So to outro, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. We had a plan and it worked. It did. Now to his right, we have John, or I'm sorry, to his right, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. I got to ride a griffin again, and I'm going to kill someone dead. This has been a great day. To his right, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I tickled his feathers, and he liked it. <laughs> and to his right, we have Hedrick the Entertainer, played by Phil. Maybe seafaring crazy ladies aren't my thing. My name is Dave. I have been your host and dungeon for this dungeon master for this evening. We're just gonna sail away now. Bye bye. Hey, see you. Sail away. Come sail away. You guys. Oh boy. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>